0: Welcome,
1: welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship so you can get your life back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life Today we're going to look at trauma bonding. It's something so vital. If you want to heal after a toxic relationship, this is going to be the podcast that's really going to make sense to you. If you're stuck and you don't feel like you have moved forward, this will help you. If you have separated and you find yourself really feeling lonely and wanting that relationship back at times, even though you know it was really bad for you, this is the podcast for you. Always remember the biggest difference between you and a narcissist is empathy and also your want, your genuine want for love. And that will mean that you will never fully understand a narcissist. But what you can do is fully understand what's happening to you. you It can enable you to move forward and let go of what it is that they're doing so that you can find your way back to love again. And that's what's really important. Look, No one really talks about what happens after a toxic relationship that actually there's a point where you really desire them more than anything in the world and also you actually really hate them too for everything that they've done to you because you can really feel the pain of everything they've done and then along with that there is that feeling of guilt because you're not someone that wants to hate anyone. You don't want to hate anybody. You definitely don't want to hate them. You want to be able to par in a way where you can sort of say your goodbyes and be gone and let go of everything in in an amicable way so you can move forward. You don't want to become a bitter person. You don't want this experience to make you a bitter person. I can totally understand that. Because remember you have empathy and you definitely don't want to be a bad person because you, you did once at one point love them. And you also don't want to feel like you want them back either because you know how much they hurt you and how badly they treated you. When you start thinking about having them back and wanting them back, it kind of makes you feel bad about yourself because you think, why would I ever want someone back that has mistreated me in this way? But we're going to debunk all of that. It's okay. It's, It's going to make sense to you towards the end of the podcast. You see, when you talk to other people, they're like, well, how could you ever want someone back that hurt you so much? How can you care about them so much when they hurt you so much? It just doesn't make sense. And part of them maybe doesn't even believe what you're saying to them about how badly they treated you because they just don't understand why, well, if they treated you that badly, how could you possibly miss them or want them back? It just doesn't make sense. Most of the reason why it doesn't make sense to anybody and least of all you is because a lot of this is about feelings. You can't express your feelings into words right now. Even if you were the most logical person in the world, you were Einstein, if you had been in a trauma relationship, trust me, your brain will change. It doesn't matter how big your brain is, how clever you are, your brain will change. You see, what happens is the logical part of your brain will shrink and the emotional part of your brain will grow. Hence, it really becomes difficult to be able to navigate this kind of relationship because the truth is you can't exactly say what it is that you're experiencing with them because your emotions are getting so overwhelming but you can't really logically put them into words. And usually we can't express our emotions into words anyway, but this becomes really difficult. So most of the time we're just feeling this, I want them back, I feel really lonely, I feel really sad, and we're really missing this feeling of love. That's what it is. You're missing the feeling of love, but it's not necessarily them. So you're missing the representation of love. And we're really going to go deep into this and really explain it. You see, you're missing and craving this feeling of love. And that narcissist or that toxic person represented the feeling of love to you. It could be that they represented what you always crave for all your life, maybe family. Maybe you've always wanted to feel worthy of being with someone that's beautiful or maybe you always wanted security or safety growing up, and that's what they gave you. And perhaps you equated that as a representation of what love is, you know, in your mind. So let me give you an example. One of my clients, she really wanted to be in a traditional role. She really desperately wanted to be able to bake cookies and have a family and take care of her children. And be that stay-at-home mum. That was what she had in her mind was love. And even though her partner was really grumpy, really demeaning, demoralizing, um, angry, rageful, all those things, he represented and gave her something which represented love in her mind, family. And without that, she felt lonely, she felt sad, and she missed the representation of love. It became like her identity of how she could show that she was loved in the world, that she was worthy of love in the world. So it doesn't necessarily mean that this person is the only person who can give love to you. And our brain is basically confused at this point because it's longing for something we have been used to feeling from what this represented for us. So it's so hard to get through that phase And I promise you everyone feels it in one way or another and it's okay to feel it as well. If you're still in a relationship with a toxic person, the reason why you can't get out of it is because you are trauma bonded. The best way to know that you're trauma bonded is to ask yourself the question, if you had a good friend or perhaps one of your children and they were to tell you that they were in a relationship that you were in exactly like yours And that they were being treated the way that you are being treated. Would you pray every day for them to leave that person and really fast? You see, when you view your relationship in that way, it's definitely trauma bonding. Because that encapsulates the whole relationship and post-relationship. Why it's so hard to break. You see, there's another reason why the narcissistic cycle, the relationship is so hard to break free of is because it's actually similar to the cycle of addiction. There's a cycle of idealization, devaluation, discarding, hoovering. You see, those trauma bonding is what makes it unhealthy, the relationship unhealthy in the first place because it's inconsistent there's invalidation, there's devaluation, they dehumanize and there's so much chaos that you can't really make clarity of head or tail of the relationship anyway. And as you go through the relationship, because it's actually mirroring the cycle of addiction, as you go through the cycles, the relationship becomes stronger each time you go through the cycle, even though it's negative. It doesn't mean that it doesn't get stronger, it does get stronger. It makes it harder to actually get out. And what happens is we get more and more misunderstanding of what love is. And we get further and further away of self-love. And we become more and more devaluing of ourself to the point we might even start hating ourselves. There might even be self-hate, self-loathing, where we actually don't like ourselves anymore. You see, the difference between a toxic relationship and a healthy relationship is... That when a healthy relationship ends is pretty easy and time does heal. But when you've been in a toxic relationship, that mantra doesn't work. Time doesn't heal it. Trauma bonding happens really fast. You get into the relationship really fast. It's easy to create unhealthy relationships because it's really intense relationships. You justify, you rationalize, you appease the partner's behavior because You want to believe that they're going to change. You want to, you have a fear of leaving. You live in hope. But it's not really the reality of the relationship. That's the problem. So let me give you another example of what it's like. It's like slot machines, basically. There's intermittent reinforcement. That's how they work. Slot machines work on intermittent reinforcement. So basically, every now and again, they you know, give you some idealization or the hoovering phase and you come back for more. You keep putting more and more and more into the relationship until you've got nothing else to give. So that's pretty much what happens. And The only way to really push back on this is to do the trauma work. Start looking at today. Do a little list today of when you're actually in the relationship, when you're around that person, even if you see them just for a short period of time. How do you feel? Do you feel tired? Do you feel exhausted? Just start noticing how you feel. When you're not around that person, do you feel more like yourself? Do you laugh more? Do you enjoy the quiet? Do you feel more in sync with other people? Do you feel like you've got space? Do you feel like you can breathe better? Do you feel like a better version of you when they're not around you? Just imagine if you could feel like this every single day. How would that feel for you? How would you live differently if you could truly get that person out of your head and be able to move forward and totally let go? There will be a point when you actually get out of the relationship, as I said, where you will start to feel like you maybe have made a mistake. But remember that you're missing what that narcissist represented to you. You know, maybe they gave you family stability, financial stability, or that feeling that you were worthy of love. But it's not actually them, it's what they represented to you that you're missing that actually gives you the feeling of love, maybe the feeling of being worthy of love, that you today are worthy and that's what it could be for you. You see, love is an emotion that you can cultivate, that sense of love within you. The truth is that they create a sense of self-hate but you can get to a point where you can create a sense of self-love for actually really healing it's like that woman who really wanted to be to have a family and that was the sense of love that's what she was looking for but actually after she did the healing work she realized that every time she saw couples together she remembered how it would be for her if she was with her ex-husband and he'd be moaning and groaning and spoiling everything And that's what made her realize that she had her own space. She could create her own life the way she truly wanted to. But it does start with actually cultivating a sense of love, a sense of worthiness and really believing that you are worthy of the real deal, real love, to really feel good. Sometimes it's not about the relationship. It's about healing your feelings towards feeling worthy of being lovable. And you are lovable, you know. Rather than staying with someone to fulfil your idea of love, what represents love, why not love yourself instead? And if you're looking for actually healing within, then please do let me know. And look at the resources. I've got some free resources and some free training. And remember, you are worthy of love. Be gentle and loving to yourself. And sending you so much love, Till next time.